This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Monday. Good morning, JC. Good morning. Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Monday to you, sweetheart. Are you? I am blessed. Thank you so much. Me too. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to the Victory. This is JC. I think I heard someone else. Good morning, JC. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Who was that? Who was that again? This is Joyce. Good morning, 
Good morning, Cousin Joyce. How are you? I am blessed. How are you? Wonderful. I am blessed. So Amen. good morning, everyone. This is my cousin from Texas. I invited her on call, and today is her first day. So what were you going to say again, cousin? I'm sorry. Who, me? Yeah, I thought you had said something else. No, no, no. I'm, I just thank you for inviting me. Amen. You're welcome. Enjoy your day. Uh, thank you. This is my first prayer call, so I'm not sure what uh, to do. I'm just listening in. Okay. So what, what, when I get ready, when I start, when after I finish greeting, you'll mute your phone and just stay on. And then they'll tell you to come off of mute at a certain time when we get our praise on. And then you'll mute your phone again when they start the declaration. Okay. 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 All right. And if I get confused, I'll just cough and I'll try again later, next time. Okay, that's fine. We'll just walk you through it. <laughs> All right, dear. Thank you. All right, sweetie. You're welcome. And someone else, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is JC. Happy Monday. Good morning. It's Brother Michael, JC. Happy hey, Monday, everybody. Michael. All Thank right. You. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Angela. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, Angela. Happy Monday, and welcome to the Clear Victory, everyone. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey there, Sis Susie, how are you? Hi, Sis JC, I'm doing okay. Good, trying good, to get good. Things, trying to get things organized, you know how that All goes. Right, yeah. yeah, Monday morning too, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a wonderful and blessed Rick. day, Sis. You too, and say hi to Rick. I sure will. All right, Sis. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is JC. Happy Monday and welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. This is Mr. Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Monday. Hey, hey. Hey now, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. You have a great day, hon. You as well. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Did anyone else join? I'd like to say hello or hey. Good morning, JC. It's Chris Shonda. Happy, happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Well, Have thank a great you, Chris Shonda. Happy Monday, and God bless you as well. Have a great day. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, your sunshine. Happy Monday. Hey, sunshine. Happy Monday. Have a great day, huh? Me too. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Is there anyone else that wants to say hello or hey? Happy Monday. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Is there anyone else that wants to say good morning?
And Cousin Joyce, sometimes it gets a little quiet. You know, people are still waking up and getting on. So I understand perfectly fine. <laughs> All right. At 6.05, I'll call out and tell people to mute their line, and I'll go ahead and um, read my script and then pass the call over. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You call back when you get time. Any time. Five days a week. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, and then we have some other calls. Like tonight, they have something called Marriage Matters. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. have to send you all the information while we all blind. How about that? Okay. That's okay. That'll work. That'll work. Cool. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is JC. Anyone else join? I'd like to say hello. Hey, Jason. Hey, Didi. Love you, girl. Hey. Hey, Didi. I love you and them girls. And, and I love all of you. I don't want to just say the girls, but it is so cute. And your mom, say hi. And thank you and God bless. Have a good day. You too. Okay. Before we get started, we, we, I'm sorry. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again. My name is JC and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us for the excuse me, for the last couple of days of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Sanctification Set Apart. All the declarations will focus on the importance of sanctification and being set apart to do and hear the will of God so that you can execute his plan for you. There's one announcement today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for married couples or married hopefuls, you can call in to the same phone number tonight, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. There were no prayer requests submitted in the app, but I'm asking for prayer for my Texas family, my cousin Joyce, her son, and our other cousin, um, please pray for their health overall. I'm, ask, I'm also going to give a praise report. My daughter, Jania, had a stroke on the left side of her brain last week, and she's up moving around, walking and talking. God is good, and I thank you all for your prayers. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought by David. Declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. Once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by David. Declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today, Romans 8 and 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. 
as I pass the call to Brother David. God bless you all. Have a great day. Brother David, if you're praying, we can't hear you, honey. Thank you, thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you just thanking you for your love and your mercy, Lord God. We just thank you for giving us another chance to just come to you and praise you and thank you for all that you've done, Lord God, because you've given us so much, Lord God, even in the hard times and the dark times and through the pandemic you've brought us through, you've been continuing to bless us and continuing to keep us even through the things that we can't handle on our own you're working in our lives you're strengthening us you're consecrating us you're making us sanctified lord for you we come to you asking that you just lay your spirit on every ear that hears this now lord god we just want you to just fall on everyone that's listening to this call right now lord god we just ask that you elevate them and lift them up lord god to bring them to a place to be able to completely and fully praise and thank you lord god right now we check our hearts for any unforgiveness in ourselves or anyone else and we just completely and totally release any resentment or any any anger or anything towards anyone lord god we completely entirely forgive everyone lord god we've checked our hearts fully we've completely given up to you what is yours lord god because you said if we have any unforgiveness in our hearts then we would not be forgiven by you lord god so we ask for your forgiveness as we go into this moment of praise lord god so that we can truly truly be sanctified and consecrated for your will lord god we thank you for your blessings, Lord God, and we currently come to you asking for your strength, Lord God, asking for your healing, Lord God, asking for your deliverance, Lord God, asking for your wisdom, Lord God. We seek you, Lord God, and we know that when we seek you, we will find you, Lord God, and that you will be there to constantly comfort us, heal us, grow us, strengthen us, and make us better for you, Lord God. We know that all things that happen are because of you and for you, Lord God. And we know that everything that we do on this earth should be meant to glorify you. And we act as though that is true. And we will be light unto you, Lord God. Right now, I'm just going to ask that everyone just start to take your phones off me so that we can begin to praise the Lord for all the wonderful things that he's done, for the healing he has delivered, for the money in your bank account, Lord God. We are praising you right now for the things you have done and the things you are going to do. You are a deliverer. You are more than a conqueror. Make us a conqueror, Lord God.
thank you for grace and mercy today, Father. Hallelujah. You are so great to us. You are so good to us. You are so loving and kind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for being a healer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For healing from strokes, Lord God, for healing from COVID and all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord God, just for your awesomeness. Hallelujah. It's a brand new day, and we give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for covering us. Let everything that has breath in the Lord. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless you, God. Hallelujah. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you. You are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. Hallelujah. You are worthy. You are worthy of all the praise this Monday. Hallelujah. This very Monday. We give you praise today, Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything that has breath, praise you, the Lord. You are worthy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for opening our eyes today. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, for the ability to walk and talk. Hallelujah. For food. Hallelujah. For heating the microwave. For coffee, Lord. Gas in our car. We praise you. We, hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. You are worthy, God. Hallelujah. Just for being God, we praise you. We thank you. All by yourself. Just God. Hallelujah. We adore you. Hallelujah. You are worthy. Mama Thank you for our job, Lord God. Hallelujah for provision. Mama Sikata. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you, God. It's a new day. Hallelujah. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in Lord to your name. Lord to your name. Continuing to grow us. Thank you, God, for continuing to keep us strong and strong. Thank you. Uh, grow our strength in you, Lord God. We are limitless because of what you've done for us, Lord God. If we can see it, we can believe it. We can do anything through you, Lord God. For your word says all things are possible to him who believes. And we know that if we were to tell a mountain to go throw itself into the sea, it would no doubt in our heart it would be done, Lord God. So today, with all of the fullness and faith in our hearts and our minds, Lord God, our love and our focus on you, we ask right now for the healing for those who are sick. We know you can do it. We ask for comfort for those who need comfort, Lord God. We ask for your wisdom to just rain down on this earth right now, Lord God. We know we need it, and we know you can do it, God. 
We thank you for all that you're doing. We thank you for the things that you are working in our lives, the seen and the unseen, and our faith is unwavering in you because you have strengthened us daily. And we thank you, Lord God, for you fill our cups and you just make us whole again. We thank you, God, for the things that we are going to go through this week. We thank you because we know your hand is in everything. As we move into our next portion of the call, Lord God, I ask that you bless my mom as she goes ahead and gives a declaration. We thank you for the words and wisdom she's going to impart on us. And we just ask that we all go into it with an open heart and an open mind as we go into our week, as we go into our next phase of service. We thank you, Lord God, you are amazing and you are always doing great things. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen. amen. All right, I now pass the call. Amen. Amen. I want to ask each of you to uh, put your phones back on mute. Um, thank you so much um, for our host. I'd like to thank my son, David, um, for the prayer and for all of you prayer warriors who are on the call this morning. Um, I just thank God for each one of you and for um, just the way you just call on heaven. <laughs> um, let, uh, let let me move on uh, towards the uh, declaration. Um, I had a, a little mixed message. I was under the impression it was under consecration, and then I found out um, yesterday that it was actually sanctification. And so um, bear with me. Um, I'm uh, moving forward with the message that God gave me, and um, I know that he's going to make it all work together. Amen. <laughs> um, so I'm coming from Joshua, the fifth chapter, um, Joshua, the fifth chapter. And um, after, oh, hold on. Okay, so um, here in Joshua, the fifth chapter, um, after, you know, 40 years of them going around in circles in the wilderness, um, here they now come um, to the Jordan River. And in the fourth chapter, um, we find them um, actually uh, being at the brink of the river. And as they begin to step into the river and cross over, uh, Joshua gives them instructions uh, to carry the ark and how to carry the ark and to pick up 12 stones so that once they got to the other side of the river, that they would put a altar together to represent the 12 tribes and to um, honor God and to um, acknowledge God for you know, him being with them through this uh, journey. And so here we see them in the fifth chapter and that they are um, going um, after they have uh, crossed over to the Jordan River onto the west side of the banks, uh, just um, into the promised land, not quite um, into the promised land, but just on the brink. I mean, literally just on the brink. They're like, approximately two miles from uh, Jericho. And we see them sitting here at the brink. And in verse one, it tells us that the other nations are shook, um, that the uh, Amorites Amula- Am- and uh, are, are completely um, 
in awe because uh, the Canaanites and they had heard about what God had done for the Israelites when they crossed through the Red Sea and they heard that they had just came through uh, the River Jordan. And you have to understand that during this time the, of the year, um, it's the waters are uh, raging. The waters are coming down from the mountainside, from the, the snow, the melting of the snow, and the banks are full. And so they never imagined that the Israelites would uh, make it into the promised land. They knew that that was going to be their destination. They knew that it was going to be a battle. They were preparing for the battle, but they thought that they had time. They thought that they had a few days uh, um, out before they would ever be able to cross the Jordan River. They thought that they would have to wait till the waters receded. But God came through for them once again and parted um, the Jordan River so that they could cross through on dry land. And so here they are, the, the enemies are in an uproar. They're somewhat just out of sorts because um, they're seeing how God is working on their behalf. And so here in verse 2, we see um, that God tells Joshua to um, take, uh, make sharp knives and to circumcise again the children of Israel. And Joshua made sharp knives and he circumcised the children. And he rolled back um, at the, the, the heel of the foreskin and they began to cut every male uh, adult who was going to, um, every male child and adult that was going to be fighting into the army, every man that was going to be fighting. Now, see, this was something that God had um, required them or or um, told them to do from the very beginning. If you remember um, Abraham, when he made the covenant with Abraham, he told Abraham to circumcise. Um, remember when they uh, went through the Passover um, in Egypt and he, uh, he, he told um, them to uh, circumcise themselves and to follow this uh, guide every year to, to recognize the Passover every year. Now, this has been 40 years that they've been in the wilderness, and they have not um, um, honored this covenant. They have not circumcised any of the men, any of the male children, um, all of these years. In fact, uh, they had only had two Passovers um, during that time. They, they had the Passover when they left Egypt. They had the Passover when they were at Mount Sinai. Now, here is the third time that we're going to see them having the Passover after 40 years. And God had told them to honor this every year. So we see the disobedience that has been following um, the Israelites and, and um, the need for Joshua requiring them uh, and God requiring them to circumcise all the men. Um, so as they circumcised, as they were circumcised, you know, it really literally caused them physically to be unable to do anything. 
um, they were laid up for two to three days recuperating for this because they literally had cut off the foreskin. And when I began to read this and really study this, um, it's interesting because um, all this time the enemy could have literally come in and attacked them. They were on enemy territory, but God held back the enemy from them. In fact, he completely confounded them. He caused them to be completely in disarray about them even coming over to the Jordan. And instead of them coming and attacking them, doing a surprise attack at night, they completely left them alone. So during this time, they were able to uh, be circumcised and be able to um, heal during this two-day period, two to three-day period that they remained there at the banks. Now, as I um, was studying this, um, I began to really see the correlation of this circumcision, this cutting away of the flesh and being consecrated for God. Um, when we are consecrated, we are uh, allowing our flesh to die. We are being pruned and, and, and cut so that the fruit of the spirit can grow, so that the fruit that we bear can blossom and that more fruit can grow on the tree. And so God is uh, requiring that of each of us that we um, cut away at that flesh and to be pruned. Um, and as I began to study this, um, I saw how in the, um, in verse, hold on a second, I'm having trouble with my iPad. I'm trying to scroll down, but it's not letting me. Uh, but I began to see how um, later in the verses uh, in chapter 5, how um, uh, they, uh, Joshua, while the, um, while the um, army was, the Israelites were recovering from being circumcised, Joshua begins walking throughout the uh, countryside. Um, some might believe that he was scoping out the land, that he was um, looking through to see, you know, what their approach could be. And as he was scoping out the land, he came across a warrior who had a sword in his hand. And the warrior um, didn't say anything to Joshua, but Joshua asked him, you know, are you, uh, basically, are you for us or are you against us? Are you one of the uh, military officials from one of the other um, uh, tribes or, or countries that uh, we are to fight against, or, you know, should I be ready for battle, or are you uh, uh, someone who's for us? And basically what the warrior said to him was, you know, take off your shoes for the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. Now, if you remember throughout the scripture, uh, this being said before when uh, Abraham was at the burning bush, and as he stood at the burning bush, you know, he uh, was told to uh, take off his shoes, take off his sandals, um, because the ground that he was standing on was holy ground. And here again, 
Joshua is being told this. Now, in in um, um, in uh, during Moses's time when he was being told this in uh, oh my gosh why am I drawing a blank <laughs> um, in Genesis um, he knew immediately that it was God and he fell on his face and began to worship and he uh, the the bush spoke again and told him that he was I it was I am. Um, once again, we hear this term, I am, being used in the New Testament when Jesus says, I am that I am, and tell them that I am sent you. And so Jesus, as Jesus spoke uh, to Moses through the burning bush, he again was speaking to Joshua through this warrior, and he he was that the warrior that was speaking to Joshua, saying that I am the commander of your army. Now, it's amazing because through all of this time, we see Joshua's faithfulness. We see Joshua's obedience. We see how Joshua uh, just trusted God, whereas the other men were not uh, um, always following after God. Like I said, for 40 years, they wandered in the wilderness and here Joshua is having so much faith um, in God and obedience in God when God said you know circumcise the men he did immediately you know everything that God told him to do he obeyed immediately and here he's standing in front of God uh, and and he is throwing himself down and bowing down and worshiping um, just prostrate before this warrior saying, you know, I, I am here, you know, you are my God, you are our warrior, we will follow you, you know, whatever you tell us to do, we'll do. And so here, um, as we begin to talk about um, circumcision and, uh, um, and how it correlates with uh, sanctification and being sanctified, being set apart, uh, when the men were circumcised, you know, God had them be circumcised because it was a way to set them apart from the enemy. It was a way to set them apart from the other um, people in the land and those who were false, uh, worshiping false gods and those who were worshiping idols. By them circumcising themselves, they were able to set themselves apart. Not only were they able to set themselves apart, but every day it was a reminder that who they were, that they were a part of God's army, that they were um, a, a part of God, that they were to honor the covenant that God had given them. And this cutting away, like I said, was a way of, of setting them apart for us. Our, our sanctification comes through our uh, understanding of who Jesus Christ is. And when we acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, uh, we, are now, we now take on that sanctification of our bodies. We now become sanctified with God. We become set apart. We become holy. Just as Jesus told Moses, 
that the land that he was standing on was holy ground. The reason why the ground was holy in each of these instances and in each of these verses is because God was there, because God was there. Now, God is with us. He, he lives with us. He resides with us. He's within us. He abides in us. With God in us, we too are holy. We are holy. And so because we are holy, we are to set ourselves apart. We are to be set apart. We are not to be um, um, like the world. We are not to uh, allow our flesh to be in control of us. We are to honor God in every area of our lives. Our flesh is to die. We are to die to self and that we are to be um, resurrected and holy with, through the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God uh, uh, teaches us and tells us and directs us and guides us in every area of our lives. Um, as I was studying this um, scripture, um, it really, you know, and, and looking at what it meant to be sanctified and consecrated, um, it really made me think about um, how God was with the Israelites the entire time, how he never forsake them. And he tells us the same, that he will be with us, that nothing will separate us from him. Nothing, neither death nor life, nothing will. And it made me begin to think about my mom. Many of you on the call know that for the last year um, and a half, we have been dealing with my mother who has had an onset of Alzheimer's, well, at the beginning of the pandemic. and. Um, during this year and a half, um, almost two years, the Alzheimer has progressed uh, very rapidly um, to the point that, you know, I call her every day. We talk um, sometimes three, four, five times a day. And every time I call her, you know, she's um, asking me, when am I coming? And I'm like, Mom, I'll be there in August. I'll be there in August you know, two minutes later, now, when are you coming? And I'm like, I'll be there in August. Now, she can't remember what she had for breakfast. She can't remember um, any of my nieces or nephews that they're even her grandchildren. Um, but when I talk to her and she begins quoting scriptures and she begins praying with me, um, it's just amazing to see that, um, um, that connection, that um, that she has with God, how God has not left her, how God is always with her. God has never forsaken her. Um, her memories of of his scripture, of his word has never left her. Um, it has never uh, um, been taken away from her memory. I mean, she still walks and talks and speaks about God um, all the time, even though she doesn't recognize many of her family members, she knows who God is. We have our family Bible study, and oftentimes we ask her to pray us out, and um, her prayers are just like uh, fire from heaven falling down from heaven. I mean, it's just amazing to see that relationship, and that's what being sanctified with God is about, having that relationship, being set apart, uh, walking in that holy fire that he has given each of us, uh, being directed and guided by the Holy Spirit who speaks into our lives 
daily, instructs us daily, and all we have to do is be obedient, just as Joshua was obedient here at the brink of of the promised land, you know, circumcising the men, even though the enemy was lurking just beyond the, um, just just miles away, just a couple of miles away, you know, he still was obedient. He still was faithful. God is calling upon uh, us to be um, a, a holy nation, a, a, a priesthood that uh, can be faithful to him at all times. And we need to keep our flesh in check. And that's the, where the consecration come apart, you know, a purging of that flesh and uh, cutting away of that, that, that skin, that, that flesh that, that sometimes keeps us in bondage and keeps us away from uh, really following after God. And once we can keep our flesh in check, we can walk in that that truth that God has given us, that that covenant, that promise that God has given us. We can walk uh, with confidence that God is always with us, that that His words will never fall from our hearts, that everything that He has put in us, that we will remember it, um, no matter whether or not um, we have Alzheimer's, no matter whether we're sick in the hospital with cancer, no matter what we're going through in life. God will always be with us. It says that nothing can separate us from him. Nothing can separate us from his love. Nothing can separate us from him. So I want to encourage you today um, to just trust God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Constantly um, renew your mind. Constantly keep your flesh in check. Constantly put your faith and trust in him. And he will direct thy path. The scripture says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not into thy own understanding. Don't worry about what it looks like. Don't worry about what other people are saying. Don't worry about uh, what the world is saying or what's happening across the world. But just put your trust. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to understand it. But acknowledge God every day and he will make your path straight. He will make it smooth. He will smooth out the rough spots. He will make it smooth for you. Thank you. Father God, we just thank you, God, for your your love, God, for your faithfulness to all of us, God. Even when the Israelites were in the uh, promised land for 40 years, you, you still did not leave them. You kept your promise. You kept your word, God. You stayed with them, God, all the way to the brink of the promised land and even beyond and even to this day, you are still with us, God. I pray, Lord, that you would bless each caller, God, and that you would um, help us, God, to uh, walk on holy ground as we are holy, God, that we uh, commit our whole house, God, to you, God. God, that we commit our lives to you fully, God, God, and that we uh, do not allow our flesh, God, to to be a, a, an issue, God, for us, God, but that we keep our flesh um, under subjection, God, that we will be able to trust you and worship you fully, God, that we will be sanctified with you, God, forever. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
let's open it up for love, life, and victory. Um, for those of you who were not able to say good morning, um, it's time for you to take off, come off of mute, and let's hear your sound. Good morning, good morning, hey, it's Moxie. Good morning, great declaration. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Pamela Joy. This is Rochelle. Great declaration. I missed you. Hope all is well for you and David. Thank you. Good to hear you. Good morning. This is Leonia. Good morning, Leonia. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Good morning. Good morning. Christina Joy. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Christina. Good morning. This is Cedric. Thank you for that uh, declaration. Thank you. I needed it. Good morning, Cedric. Um, let's open it up um, for any uh, comments, questions. Um, hey, Mom, it's me. Um, great declaration. Um, I One thing that you said that I didn't even, like, occur to me, but it was pretty powerful, is kind of when you're talking about how Grandma, she can't remember who you are or what she ate or anything. You know, she has issues with her memory with the Alzheimer's. But whenever we talk about scripture, whenever we talk about the Bible, she knows exactly what's going on. And then when we do our Bible study, it's like, I never really recognized it until you pointed it out. But yeah, God is always with her. He's always on her mind. She's always able to be a part of those conversations on a level that is far beyond what her day-to-day is, if that makes any sense. So it is pretty powerful how when he's with you, he never leaves you. And once you accept him and seek him, he'll always be there with you. So thank you. Thank you for that. Amen. Thank you, David. Hey, Pamela, it's Didi. Um, hey, Nancy, David, I love you guys. I was, uh, oh, yeah. I'm at the school. This is my first full week. Y'all pray for me because I'm at the school every day now in Jesus' name. But what you said about your mom, my God, I, I agree with David. It's just like when we, we pray, we, we really can't take for granted a sound mind. And just how he just has saturated her to remember his word. It just brought tears to my eyes because Alzheimer's is so ugly. But God, that is, I am. All of it makes sense. Um, and as I'm aging, I'll be 55 in November. And it's like, what did I come in here for? I don't take even that for granted because we really have to to pour in the, his word even more, if that makes sense. So the sanctification yeah. of that and how, like you said, she may not remember a faith. Or, you know, her what she ate, but she remembers his word. That just man, that just lifted me up and I love you guys and it is good to hear you and to know that you two are doing well and just know I love you to life and just thank you for this Monday because again, 
we have to stop taking our minds. Like when I pray and I thank the Holy Spirit every morning for waking me up in a, in, in a, with a sound mind, we can't take it for granted, y'all. So, Pamela, I love you and thank you. Oh, love you too. Thank you. Good morning, Pamela. This is JC. Great declaration. And Good a great morning. From your son. Thank you very much. I needed that. You have a blessed day, hon. Thank you. You have a blessed day, too. Thank you, huh? Hi, Pamela. It's Rochelle again. Um, I, I like the fact when you talked about um, Joshua and how um, they were, like, right on, they can almost, I mean, two miles seems like a far away time, but depending on, you know, if you're up high in the valley, you can, I mean, up high on a mountain, if the city sits high, you can almost see you know, your next destination um, and how they, they were right on the brink and you can see it, but the hope that the Lord always gives us, the uh, confirming who he is, the surety of him. And that's what, um, you know, we had an aunt that we took care of um, that had Alzheimer's and she loved church. She loved church. That's all she knew. And she would look at my baby. She said, oh, that's a cute baby. What is that, a boy or a girl? And I'll tell her it's a boy. And she'll say, oh, okay. Oh, that's a cute little baby. What is it, a boy or a girl? So their, their mind, how it, you know, they can remember certain things, but not everything. Right. They remember. And, and, and when my dad began to remember stuff, and he had, he remembered things of old and not things of new. So he wouldn't know what time it was. And I, I didn't, I mean, it got a little frustrating at times, but the word tells us with what I want to say in all of that, when everything passed away, it's his word that's going to stand. So that's yeah. going to be, um, you know, that's why it's so important for us to um, saturate ourselves in the word. Not only will we remember his word, but the word will do what the Holy Spirit will do, it'll bring everything back to remembrance, not just the word, but certain things you, you know, we begin to say certain things that you like, well, where did you get that from? Um, because it's the word that's working in us. If we work the word, the word will work for us. So I, yeah. I just wanted to say that it sounds like a lot, sound like mama, but it, it does if we, um, you know, just the word does more than just the word. So that's all I want to say. And grace share. Right. Thank you. Right. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there was another point I was going to make um, before my iPad went crazy on me. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I was thinking of the children, is um, uh, the Israelites, and you know, being in the wilderness for 40 years and the fact that, you know, they had not circumcised anyone for all that time, you know, and this was like a whole new generation of people um, and how we need to be um, um, accountable to our children um, in teaching them God's word um, and teaching um, them about who God is in our lives, you know, um, so that they too can uh, know his promise and accept them as their Lord and Savior, and they too can experience uh, being sanctified and set apart and uh, walking um, in that holiness that, that, that God has given each of us 
Um, so I just want to really encourage us to not forget our young people and to make sure that we speak into their lives and that we share with them who God has been to us and who he is. Um, because, you know, it was unfortunate that, you know, they never knew, you know, that they needed to be circumcised if it had not been for Joshua, you know, um, teaching them and telling them, um, you know, they were able to, you know, really um, begin to honor that covenant and, and the Passover. And I just add to that this one, and I'm not gonna take over the call, y'all. I'm sorry, but um, I just I had a conversation with my daughter last night. So even me pouring into her, I had to listen to what she had to say in order to see if she even heard what I said or acknowledged it. But at the same time, I had her. I had to listen to her um, for what her understanding was, so we can come to an agreement what was right and was and what wasn't right. Um, I think growing up, you know, it was always, what did mama say? What did daddy say? It had to be done that way. But now as I'm an adult and teaching my kids, I, I teach you what I teach you because of what I know, but I also have to listen and understand, um, listen to see what you understand so I can know that the seed is being planted and it's growing. It's not just planted so it won't die off, if that makes sense. Amen. No, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that. Rochelle said she didn't want to take over his duty, but I wanted to add to what Rochelle said. Shell, it's not even about, um, sometimes we think that because we went through something, our kids are going to do what we say, but it's more do what we do. You can put the word out, but they still want to see that we're, we're walking what we're talking, if that makes right. sense. So, and that part about listening to hear their understanding because it's like what good would our what good is our word do if they don't understand what we're saying so to really listen to our children to hear what they understand to me makes more sense in how we we train them up and how we even present the word to them you know because you might have one kid that can understand the king james version but then you have another one you got to give it to them in a message so that they'll understand but the biggest part about it all is what your walk is, because you can talk the talk, but they see what you do. That's all. Right, right. No, you're absolutely right, because um, so often, you know, we're struggling in our own flesh, and our children are seeing that. Um, and so them, um, God is not real to them, because we're not even um, exemplifying it in our lives. And so um, it's important that our walk matches our talk. So thank you so much for that. Any other um, comments, words of wisdom? Hey, Pam, this is Lisa. Good to hear you. Um, hey, David, good to hear you too. <laughs> Love you both. Um, very interesting. I was in and out getting ready for work. Um, so I don't know if you made the parallel, but I did hear the part about um, the circumcision, you know, and how close the men were to them 
um, and they could have been wiped out, I, it reminded me immediately of um, Dinah. I remember how they had done her so wrong and had taken her, um, one of um, David's daughters, and, and I believe two of the brothers. Was it David? No, it wasn't. Um, Jacob, was it? I don't know, two of the sons. So it had to be. If yeah. Tried, yeah, they went. And they wanted to go get their sister back. So it must have been um, Jacob's sons, two of them, because they were two a part of the tribes, right? Right, right. So they went and they, they, I don't know if they got them drunk or whatever, but they ended up convincing them. Oh, yeah, because they wanted to start get circumcised. Family, yeah. Right. So they convinced them to get circumcised. And then while they were still in pain, three days later, two, just two of them, um, went back, I think it was Levi, yeah, Levi and Simeon, they went back and they killed all the men in the town. All of them. Right. Yeah. So so that's a really, really important kind of correlation of how they could have been wiped out for being obedient, but like you said, God protected them. Now I'm not a man. Now I know there's some men on this call. Get, imagine being full grown and being circumcised. You, you I know. A minute, right? <laughs> I immediately thought about that parallel. And then one more thing I thought about, was so that for me, that really does show that as we're obedient, it may seem illogical, it may seem dangerous, it might seem crazy to somebody else, but therein, in the obedience, obeying God, there is right. the provision, right? There is the provision, there is the protection. Amen. And, and as we're trying to do stuff and make it safe for ourselves, we end up getting into more trouble because we have not acknowledged him. We haven't done that trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding because our own understanding can be um, tainted by the cares of life and by situations and circumstances and the things we see around us. So it's really super important not to lean to that. That leads me to your conversation with your mother, right, what you said about your mother. We used to go into the nursing homes um, and witness um, every third Sunday, I think it was after church, because they couldn't get out anymore and they couldn't go to church. And so we used to go have church with them in the nursing home. And we would be talking to them and doing a little sermonette. And, you know, sometimes they'd be there and wouldn't be there. And we had the group of the Alzheimer's. And so as soon as we started singing the songs of old, like the small songs, like this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. They'd be in with us. Their light, their faces would light <laughs> up. They would sing yeah. with us, and then they bring up their songs that they remembered. Right? It's almost like a switch that goes on. So as right. you know, this is the first time that I've made the correlation about we talk about our minds just simply being an organ, right, and exercising our minds. But the word tells us to hide the word in our heart. Yeah, that we might not stand against him. And I think you said it as you were just, you know, winding up. It's more about the word being in us and in our hearts that it becomes a part of us that no matter if we lose our minds, we still got the word. And the word yeah. is Jesus in the flesh, right? So he's with us, like you said, always. But it's hiding it in our hearts. Therefore, the word of God has to be more than a head notion or head knowledge. Amen. Be a part of our heart so that we can live it out, walk it out, breathe it out. And even if something should go wrong with our minds, we still have it in us. It's a part of us. Yeah. So that's what I thought about when you mentioned that for your mother. I didn't even think about that with my dad, but, you know, because he had that too. Y'all, y'all remember the stories I told about the show, the small house, right? It's just something that comes <laughs> in their minds and they just in the forefront speak what's there. 
Um, and right. as you get older, you lose that, that guard sometimes, right? But just knowing that what we plan in our hearts. So now, more than just sitting down reading it, even as we're showing it and living it before our kids and everything, making sure that we're solid and we know what we believe no matter what. Amen. Amen. Thank you. you. Thank you so much for that. Love you, too. Was there someone else? I I heard another voice. Um, If not, we'll go ahead and conclude for this morning. Um, Thank you all for... um, joining with us and I appreciate you all on the call and I appreciate Dion and those who have been so faithfully uh, coming every morning uh, for years now and um, just as uh, I just appreciate each each and every one of you Father God I just pray Lord that you would just bless us God this morning bless this call God bless Um, the founders and those who were instrumental in getting this started, God. And I pray, Lord, that uh, you would just be with Dion and her family, God, and be with all of those who uh, were with her from the very beginning, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just bless each listener on this call, God, as they prepare for work and for their life for the remainder of the day, God. Be with them. uh, Just wrap them in your love, God. Allow your Holy Spirit to dwell within them and um, guide them each step of the way today, God. God, we just trust you. We just love you. And we uh, desire to, uh, that, uh, we, I just desire, God, that um, you would just uh, continue to uh, keep uh, your word in our hearts, God, that we would keep your word in our heart, God, that uh, we would not sin against you, God, but that we would be able to draw on that. God, in our time of need, God, that we would be able to draw on your word, God. God, I thank you for this month of being uh, the topic on sanctification and um, consecration, God. And I pray, Lord, that as we are learning each day, God, that uh, we are uh, setting up, being, uh, allowing ourselves to be set aside, God. Um, to study our, your word, but as Lisa said, not just on, on our minds, God, but that it dwell in our hearts, God. God, we just give you all the glory and the praise in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Love you all to life. Have a blessed day. Everyone have a blessed day. Blessings, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you.